Hello, everyone, and welcome on into another episode of Betting the High Line, your go-to destination for all your picks, parlays, and plays, and soccer analysis centered around the beautiful game. I'm Thomas Viola, and back in the chair, as always, Taylor Wilson joining me here on this abbreviated Champions League special. Well, talking about the chair, you're probably sitting on a throne this week, Tom, with Everton uh, as kings of the world, right? How you feeling? I am not going to lie. I feel very, very good. My bets may have been ice cold, but we have finally defeated Liverpool at Anfield for the first time since 1999. And oh, man, no amount of hitting bets could come close to getting that dub. That felt so good. Didn't even care that I didn't play the game because I, I just said to myself, you know what? I've got enough juice in this. I, I thought about betting Everton just on the whim, not thinking they were actually going to pull it off. But, oh, man, does it feel so sweet that they did? Well, it's just classic Everton, though, right? Not to bring you down right now, Tom, but they, they go oh, out and they get that geez. kind of a win, and then they have all these other disappointing results, right? But, hey, they're right in, right in the thick of that top four fight. Got to give them credit. And uh, I think still a game in hand on a lot of teams around them. So, I, listen, I give you credit. I get, you know, I know you're, you're out there playing with the guys. Uh, I give the whole club <laughs> credit. Um, it is, uh, you know, I mean, Liverpool in complete shambles. That's, that's one take that you could take away from that game, but. Got to give Everton the kudos when when deserved. Absolutely feels good. I literally wore my Everton scarf the rest of the day after that game. Didn't matter where I was going. The grocery store to pick up champagne, which I had to do. I, out to work, didn't matter. That was, that was my day. But right now, we're here to talk about some Champions League. This is a little bit of a mini pod coming up to you guys. We're recording it on a Monday so that you can have the most up-to-date thoughts that we have on this Champions League slate coming up and we'll give some thoughts on some Europa League games maybe give out a best bet or two but we're not going to hold ourselves to the normal three best bets that we do on our weekend slate because simply there aren't that many games we will still have another pod out for you guys for this weekend don't worry we just thought it was better to split all of it up into two separate episodes so that you don't get stuck trying to find everything and also that we're not trying to project these champions league games so far out in advance but right now let's start it up i don't want to go to the game that i think is going to be the spiciest conversation just yet so i want to start things up with lazio versus Bayern. and Bayern, we talked about it they had a dip early in the year then they came back and looked like world beaters again and now here they are on another little bit of a dip here. But in this game right now at DraftKings, they sit at minus 127 as the road favorite. Lazio plus 330 at home and the draw plus 290. What are you thinking on this one with this Bayern team that's looked a little wounded? Because I like them to bounce back here. You know, it's interesting. Just on surface level, you look at those last couple of games for, for Bayern, the Armenia 3-3 draw, and then they lose to Eintracht, which... Seems to be something that Byron does like every year. It's just a, a random Eintracht loss. But when you look a little bit closer into those two games, they were missing a ton of guys, Tom. I mean, no Kimmich, no Muller. Kimmich came in as a sub in the Armenia game. Um, I, I still like Byron to bounce back as well. I think this is a game when we saw the draw announced, it was all about what's the Byron side here that we could get some value at. I think both of us were kind of thinking about do we do we look at like a, a goal spread number or do we just try to like parlay them to advance with something else? A lot of the numbers for this round have moved in the wrong direction. 
this is an exception where the numbers have actually gotten better. The value has gotten better. There's a Lazio situation over the last few weeks going on that you filled me in on, by the way, Tom, over the weekend with them. I, you can you can give us the details, something to do with not being a forthright with COVID-19 test results, right? Yeah, so it's a little complicated. I don't think that they forged test results outright, but there was some there was some funny business going on with some COVID-19 tests involving the Lazio team. And it wasn't really discovered until these Champions League games and UEFA was the one doing the tests. And now all of a sudden, Lazio is looking to have the hammer brought down on them. There's a very good possibility right now they sit in the top six. They could be relegated this season based on the point penalty that they might get here. Nothing like a little Syria scandal action. Gotta gotta it, love it, it although that's, tale, uh, that's an issue. <laughs> tale as old as time, my friend. But in this game... You're right. The number has moved favorably to us. Uh, over the weekend, Byron was around minus 133 and climbing. What amazes me is that this number is adjusted like this, despite the fact that the betting the, the betting public is absolutely loving Byron in this game. 94% of the handle and 93% of the bets at DraftKings. So to break that down, that's essentially 93% of all tickets placed and 94% of all money in this game is on Bayern at DraftKings right now. Shout out to DraftKings helping us out, providing us with this information. We greatly appreciate it from them. Full disclosure, we use their lines mostly on this podcast, not because we are paid or sponsored in any sort of way, simply because they offer a wide variety of betting options in the soccer world, and they're more widely available in, uh, around the country than some of the books here in Vegas might be. So thank you very much to them for pro providing us with this info, but betting public loving Byron right now. Well, I, I don't love a totally lopsided handle split like that, but I will say Tom, for good reason. I, you know, I do think Byron takes care of business over the two legs considerably. And, and I think and, this is the game where you, this is probably the game where you find any kind of value, right? Uh, as far as looking at the goal spread and kind of those zones I'm right now, thinking about a Bayern minus one to get a little bit of push protection and I get a plus 123 price on that. I don't, I don't hate just the straight up, you know, the number, the money line number continues to move in the right direction as well, if that's where you want to go. But I think you have to take advantage of some of these plus prices, even if you wanted to think about a Bayern one and a half or a Bayern one and a quarter, I think those are good moves as well. I'm going to be a little bit more conservative and go Bayern minus a goal at plus 123. I think that's great value. I think Bayern has a very good chance to win this game by a couple of goals. Um, so give me that. And, I, you know, I'm thinking about an overplay here, Tom, as well. They're big numbers, but I do think Lazio, knowing what they've done against big teams this year, often they can get that one goal and they just leak a bunch of them in. So, like a 3-1 Bayern win wouldn't shock me. You could get over three and a quarter at minus 103. That's an overplay I'm thinking about as well. That might be a smaller unit. But my, my main play here, Bayern minus a goal plus 123. The biggest problem with Bayern right now has actually been their defense. They're giving up more chances than we're used to seeing out of them, which has been the surprise. And I, the reality is that this Lazio attack isn't that great. And... Even in the games that Bayern, uh, even in the draw and the loss, they won the expected goal battle in both matches. And so I'm going to take I'm going to take the likelihood of both teams to score here, meaning that the over is going to be very much in play. But I also think that Bayern's attack is just that much more deadly than Lazio's. 
And that's why I'm really liking them to come out on top. I don't know if I want to go higher than minus one. I don't know how much of a blowout this is given their recent form, but I definitely like them to win the game. It's also a trip to Italy, which isn't that far for Germany. So that's not the most brutal travel schedule that they're going to have to go with. And like you said, they've had a couple players out. Hopefully some of them will be back. We'll have to keep an eye on the lineup before game time. But overall, you have to like Bayern laying only minus 127. Really quick note on Lazio defensively. If you wanted to just go and overplay to kind of give you some flexibility on a variety of things happening in this game, Lazio have not kept a clean sheet in 18, that's 1-8, Champions League games in a row, which wow. they're not going to keep one here against Bayern. I ain't changing against Bayern. So No. Moving on to the next matchup here. This is probably the most open and shut matchup, which means, of course, that it's going to be the upset. Man City minus 315, Gladbach plus 750, and the draw plus 480. Is there any value in any of these numbers? Man City got a very favorable early draw. I think this is one where you have to kind of throw out the Man City classic European voodoo and just try to find some kind of a City play. I mean, they've won 18 games in a row in all comps at this point. They're the hottest team in the world. I mean, this is this is the best team in the world right now. We've seen that happen before where City's domestic form doesn't translate to Europe. I don't think this is the stage where we see a kind of classic City slip up. It could happen a little bit further down the road. But Munch and Gladbach, I think they'll feel like they're fortunate to be at this stage of the competition. Um, and I just think you have to find a way to take City. So I'm right now, I'm looking at, I know this is a, a road game i know this is risky but i'm thinking city minus a goal and a half close to even at minus 109 i think if you're going to do anything you have to take city to just comfortably win both of these legs far from my favorite play this round like you say not a ton of value anywhere if you're doing minus one and a half for a, a road leg you'd like a little bit better than minus 109 but i think that's around where this game goes i think city wins it comfortably um, and you know, Gladbach in pretty bad form as well. They've lost two of their last three. So give me city minus a goal and a half. We'll see what happens. Hear me out. I have a little bit of an exotic play here. City to win both halves plus one eighty. Okay. I, I have no issue with that. I have no I, issue. I, I mean, that goes in line. It's with not my like this team also. historically starts slow. They're really even throughout games. I don't think that Munchen Gladbach is going to be able to really hang with them or put up any goals. It, all, all it takes all, all it takes at that point is one goal from city per half which you know that they're going to be willing to put up because of the aggregate format they're not going to do what they don't really do anyway in sitting back with a one goal lead and letting it go they're going to try and get as they're going to try and rack up as many away goals as possible and i think that that's the way you have to play it is looking at some of these team totals like city over two and a half goals by themselves plus 108 but that might be the smarter play. You're getting a little bit more value than my move there. That might be the the smarter play than what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I think I think everything we're saying is correct though. Where it's like you have to find a way to, to profit on City right now, and obviously the books have, have caught up to that and and they know uh, what's going on here. I think we both agree though we're not touching them in the futures market. There's a not enough value and b I think you still have to play City round by round on this thing, right? There, yeah, there, there's not, there is no value. As a matter of fact, they have shifted at DraftKings to the betting favorite here. They're now oh, plus wow. two seventy five. Byron's plus three seventy five to win the whole gosh darn thing. They've got eighteen percent of the tickets, fifteen percent of the money. I'm sorry, other way around, eighteen percent of the money, fifteen percent of the tickets are on them. 
I, man, I, this is where like part of me wants to see Bayern lose that first leg to get a juicier price on a Bayern future. But I, I don't think that's going to happen either. That's interesting though. Uh, certainly no value there. And uh, yeah, just keep seeing, you know, assume that city wins this one and see who they get next round. And maybe you'll get a little bit of value on that one. Now the most perplexing matchup of the, uh, of the tournament to me, at least of this round and certainly of this week Atalanta, Real Madrid. Atalanta plus 130 is the home favorite. Real Madrid, $1.95 on the road in the plus 265 draw. It's weird seeing Atalanta as the favorite in this game. I get it that they're at home in it, but what are you thinking here, Taylor? Well, remember I mentioned I liked where the Lazio Bayern numbers were going, but everything else seemed to be moving away. This is a prime example of all the numbers moving away. When this draw was announced, we were looking at a plus 200, maybe even a little bit better for Atalanta to advance. Both you and I were very intrigued by that at the time. You are not getting that kind of value any longer. You're looking at, uh, I believe, plus 135 to advance and plus 130 in this game. Am I correct on that, Tom? You're looking, yep, you're looking right at those numbers right on the dot. Um, over the weekend, to show how much the line has shifted and how much steam Atalanta is getting, on Friday, this was a both sides were a dollar sixty. It was even. It was a pick them at the, at plus one sixty each. So I, I want to take Atalanta, right? But this is kind of one of those things where it's like when someone walks into the book at nine fifty a.m. on a Sunday West Coast time, ten minutes before the early slate in the NFL, and they're like trying to find. Oh, I need action on the early slate. What numbers am I taking? And everything's been kind of clawed to pieces throughout the week, and you're not getting the best numbers that you would have maybe got in if you took it even on like a Wednesday or a Thursday. It feels a little bit like that here with with Atalanta, where it's like, oh, if you really liked them before, should have locked that up because you're not getting the same value. I, I just don't like them enough. They they've been so inconsistent. And the thing that also going back and touching back on that Bayern game, the theme so far in this Champions League has been the best players and the best teams that we thought would come into this stumbling out of the gate have not. They have shown up when it mattered. Even Liverpool showed up when it mattered. Dortmund doesn't do anything for a month. Their star players showed up when it mattered. PSG, everybody was talking about Barcelona. They showed up when it mattered. Barcelona did not at all show up when it mattered, but they are the exception that proves the rule in this case because also they were going up against PSG. One team had to lose that game. But I, I the big dogs have not failed so far in this competition and i think that they're going to keep showing up which is why this game is a stay away for me because i have no idea if real madrid's going to be able to pull that off it's two teams that are acting inconsistently right now and so of the four games here this is the only one that i don't want to touch i love the numbers i wish that i could make a play but i i just have no faith in my read on either of these teams so i agree with what you said about atalanta the counter of that though of course is man real is Still gross. I, you know, just as an example over the weekend against Valladolid, let's let's read off some of their lineup stuff. The front three in that game, Vinicius, Mariano Jesus. Diaz, who's a Dominican international, and Asensio. Those are their front three. You know, there's an Asensio stand culture out there, but that this is not the Real Madrid of 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 yesteryear. You know, no. these are not superstars up there, their best player. Uh, probably in this game will be Tony Cruz. They're not going to have Sergio Ramos. They're not going to have Eden Hazard. They're not going to have Kareem Benzema, who has been kind of a reliable goal scorer for them in spots like this. As I said, 
on the pod with Bruce Isco, who was a huge part of that team has kind of been pushed out and doesn't have the same chemistry with these guys as before. If your case is for Real, it's about that midfield. It's about Cruz, Casemiro, maybe even a 35-year-old Modric showing up on a one-game spot. And I do think that's a better midfield than Atalanta. And if you like Real at all, you're not going to be laying that minus 160, whatever it is, to advance. I think you have to be taking them to win this game at plus 195. That's where you're going to find the value. If you like anything about Real, but I just don't see how you would. I still think Atalanta has a decent shot to move on here. I just the numbers getting so bad on this moving in the wrong direction feels wrong. I don't, I'm really kind of at a loss for words here. I, I, I would like to take out Alanta. I bet you I ultimately do. It's not something I want to endorse publicly here on the podcast because it's just not a very good bet at this point. You're not getting the price that it should be at. They had a great win over the weekend against Napoli. I love it when Muriel and Zapata are playing together. I have to, I have to agree, Tom. I think this is probably a stay away on the first leg. And that's completely okay. I mean, we don't have to bet every game on the board here when it's only four Champions League games to look at. It's okay to leave one off. And that's what I'm going to take in this one. Now let's move on to the bone of contention. This is the game that I do have a read on. And I'm very curious to see what yours is because you think we're going to be on opposite sides here. It's your boys, Chelsea as plus 188 road dogs against Atletico Madrid at plus 170 in the draw plus 205. What are you thinking? So this is a game where, you know, this is saying the obvious, but we're going to learn a ton about both of these teams. We're going to learn a ton about the Thomas Tuchel era at Chelsea. And we're going to learn a lot about, whether or not this kind of new Diego Simeone style can work, there are still a lot of the aspects of, as you put it, Tom, shithousery on this team. And I think you'll see that pop up in this game, but they've changed a lot of their style. They've gone to a back three this year. They actually are basically playing the same formation as Chelsea, a, a wingback system now going up against a wingback system. I'm curious to see if Simeone goes back to a more hunker down approach, whether it is switching back to a 4-4-2 or pushing some of those wingbacks back and kind of going a traditional back five when they don't have the ball. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I think we're going to find out in this game. I still lean to Atletico doing what Atletico does in these spots, which is why I really wanted to find an underplay. The problem is under two and a quarter, which is what I was eyeing earlier, was close to even. That's now moved all the way to minus 150. So when I talk about the prices moving in the wrong direction, that's one of the situations. The play I'm probably going to do here, Tom, is the draw at plus 205. I think it has by far the most value. I think complete coin flip over the two legs. Atletico has obviously been more consistent for longer than Chelsea. A quick note on the early stages of the Tuchel era, a little bit of what happened during the Lampard parts of this season as well, where you know he's dropped points against Wolves and Southampton now, and the big marquee win was against a Tottenham team that has basically been in the worst form in the Premier League for months now. Other than that, he's beaten Burnley. He's beaten Sheffield United. He's beaten Barnsley in the FA Cup. So we still have no idea if the real big game results are coming from Tuchel. And he has this game and then Manchester United in the league over the weekend. So we're going to find out a ton about Chelsea over the next few weeks. The issues for them remain. A huge part of this is no Thiago Silva, right? And he has been the biggest part of what they've done defensively. He didn't play in that Southampton game over the weekend. And what happened? They let in a really bad defensive air goal, end up drawing that game 1-1. No Thiago Silva and the same issue that has been the case for this Chelsea team all year, which is no center forward. 
And I do think that's worrying against a team like Atletico that can hunker down as much as they do. I still have no read on what's happening on the two advanced side. I kind of want to wait for the second leg and to see what happens in this one. That's why I'm taking, you could say the weak man's way out, but I love the value at it. Draw plus 205, Tom. That's my play here. This whole time leading up to this, the last when the draw got announced, every step of the way, we've said Atletico matches up really well against Chelsea. This is probably one of the toughest draws for Chelsea to get. Uh, like you said, Tuchel hasn't really given us a signature win yet. I don't think he gets one here. I like Atletico plus 170. This team has been absolutely rolling in a very weak La Liga this season. And I think that they want to try and capitalize on the immense amount of talent they have. I can see Luis Suarez dicing this Chelsea defense apart a little bit. Love the plus 170. That's my favorite play of the week. So a couple of quick notes here. Atletico, not in great form. Again, I, I, I say Chelsea's in decent form with the caveat of who they've played. Atletico just one win in their last four, which is notable. I think a lot of teams, we're seeing this all over the world where teams will go in and out of dips. I mean, we mentioned it with Bayern. There's just so many games now that I almost don't want to put too much stock into stuff like that, especially when, like you said, like I think both teams have been circling this on the calendar for some time as kind of the big game of the month of February. I do think the following is not insignificant in that. Okay. So there's no fans of these games, but Atletico won't have a home game. They're going to be playing this in Romania. Yeah. Chelsea will be playing the second leg in England, you know, make of that what you want again, no fans, but the travel aspects of that, the fact that Chelsea will be able to stay home for that second leg and Atletico basically has to play two road games. I don't think that's totally insignificant. It's something to, to keep in mind. Um, I, you know, what I'm wondering here is like, so, you know, Chelsea is the favorite still on the two advanced side. I, I do want to see what happens with these numbers. If my draw play comes through, I, I don't know in theory, like a one, one draw here would obviously give the advantage to Chelsea, right? They're, they bring that back home with an away goal. Um, so maybe they become more of a favorite. I'm interested to see what happens on the two advanced market for the second leg. There have been some two advanced numbers I've really liked on the Europa League second legs for this week, which we'll talk about later in the show. Um, so <clears throat> as far as the sides are concerned, I'm going to be thinking about that for the second game. But yeah, I'm, I'm just going completely. Look, I've been thinking about this. We've both been thinking about this for weeks. I've been back and forth. I, you know, I've had post-it notes down beside me. It's like the, the always sunny in Philadelphia, you know, Charlie, uh, yep. GF of me trying to figure out the science of this matchup. Uh, I've been all over the place. Ultimately, I come right in the middle of the draw. I mean, I feel it in the way my bets have been. I've been ice cold as of late. So watch Chelsea's going to win by three. <laughs> but we uh, we will just have to see. I really like Atletico in this game. Those are the four Champions League matchups. Let's talk about a little bit of the Europa League action. There's a little too much in it for us to talk about every game. But there are a couple spots that I really liked some of the juicier numbers. And one of them is Shakhtar minus 139 over Tel Aviv. Uh, Shakhtar already leads on uh, 2-0 on aggregate, but they're just so much better of a team than this Tel Aviv side that I think they win this game as well. Yes, you're laying minus 140 in juice, but I, I, I still like the spot. Uh, you're, not, you're, not, you're not paying juice if you're winning. And maybe that's something that you tether into a parlay, like taking them Man City and another favorite uh take like a three-leg parlay of city byron and Shakhtar. i don't hate wow i yeah i mean they're much better than 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 maccabee um 
I don't, I, I don't ever love touching a, a second leg where the team's already kind of comfortably ahead like that, but they probably will win it. I'm, I'm definitely staying away there. I think I would not tie that into a parlay, but I also like the parlays. I, I've been getting back into parlay uh, madness lately, Tom. And uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's always just a reminder of how completely absurd these, these decisions are whenever you tie this stuff together. You know, I had a five teamer, uh, in the Europa League last week, and naturally four of them hit. So that's, that's part of that's it. always how it goes. The, the it's always one leg away. By the way, that three teamer right now at DraftKings would pay about three to one. It's good value. But I'm just trying to find a way to tie Man- Manchester City into something. Give me some Manchester City value on that money line. I don't hate a City Bayern plus Europa play. Um, I don't know if yeah. that's the one. Maybe I would that's do, not the I, game. I think, I think I think that's solid logic. Um, my first Europa League move here is. Napoli completely reversing their 2-0 deficit against Granada. That was the one that didn't hit of my five-teamer last week, so I'm still salty about it, and I'm going to go right back to the Napoli well. I think Napoli is much better than Granada. They get this game back for the home leg, and yeah. And it really was just two bad goals back-to-back. Other than the 19th and 21st minute, they were right in it. Which happens with not just Napoli, a lot of these Italian teams, man. That that is a killer on so many of these bets. That the amount of Atalanta bets I've had where they're dominating and then it's just some freak goal. Ugh, the worst. Um, so I'm gonna take Napoli minus a goal and a half here. I get plus one eighty on that. And if I think that happens, I might as well take the two advanced ticket at plus two eighty as well. So I'm I'm gonna take both of those. Uh hope that you know they get the rest on an extra time or penalties or however they have to do it. Um they're super inconsistent, but I think this is the type of game where Napoli shows up in. You know, only a week and a half ago they beat Juventus. Napoli can really step up when they need to. It's just the the opposite end of things when they should win and they don't that is so frustrating. Like the first leg in this in this tie um, would indicate. So give me Napoli minus a goal and a half. Great price. And then to advance plus 280. Now we just talked about a game where Shakhtar has a little bit. They have the two goal cushion already. It's not quite locked up, locked up, but they're they're, they're going to make it out. We 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 genuinely believe that it would be quite shocking if they don't. And I like Shakhtar to win that game, laying all that juice. Completely flipped the script here. Man U minus 109. Real Sociedad plus 280. The draw plus 260. Man U leads 4-0 on aggregate. And is at home. I don't hate Real Sociedad at plus 280. This isn't by any means a best bet. This is a half unit play where you have all of that because I where you, you have all of that value in plus 280. And it's just coming to me as something where I'm thinking. I don't think Man U cares enough about this game. If they're down 2-1, they're still going to play defensively because they don't care to go out and win it. And I think that that might be, that, that, that might be the way they go. Because if they can get one goal, then Sociedad needs six to win. Three things on that. One, United, like you say, with the advantage – I don't think they're going to be playing a ton of their horses in this. Yeah. Two have not been very good at home this year. They've been, you know, the story yeah. of the United has been, they've been really good on the road, not great at home. And three, and this goes into the, the lineup stuff too. They're like I said before, they're playing Chelsea on that Sunday in the Prem in a huge game. Uh, kind of one of the slept on rivalries in England. And both of those teams are fighting out for top four spots as well. For sure. They care more about the Chelsea game than this second leg with the advantage that they already have. So I love that. I think that's fantastic value. I'm, I'm, I'm making a note right now and adding that in. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to chain it into anything. It's, it's strictly like a half unit value play because I think that they're going to win the game without going through because man United just has so much of a league that they're not going to care about this one. 
Absolutely. Uh, my next Europa League play, talking AC Milan and Red Star Belgrade. This is an aggregate at 2-2 after the first leg. We talk about some of these Italian Absolutely. teams disappointing. Yes. And then, yeah, of course, I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people in your uh, situation as well in that first leg. Not only, um, not only yeah, did they uh, draw that, but Red Star was down to 10 men when they scored. Just saying. Right. So I'm going Milan to, to kind of do what they need to in this game and, and finish them off. I don't know exactly what my favorite goal spread number is, but I think I found the sweet spot at minus one and a quarter to give me some push protection on half of my unit, uh, laying only minus 115. I think they'll comfortably win this game and you're getting a fine price here. Um, so yeah, Milan. Uh, and, and by the way, I, I didn't look at the two advanced. I think the two advanced money is terrible uh, on yeah. that one. But um, So you might as well just take Milan in this game to kind of blow them out. Milan minus 1.25. Ajax versus Lil and Lil looked like they had things in the bag. They were playing very well. They had a one nil lead. And then all of a sudden two quick defensive lapses and Ajax led to one after the egg in the 80th minute. Lil was up one, nothing in the 90th. They were down two one <laughs> absolutely brutal beat there for them at home, but they do have the away goal. Ajax is minus one eighteen. Lil is plus 310 on the road here. So I'm sorry, they don't have the away goal. My bad there. I misspoke. Draw plus 260. I don't hate Lil to advance in this game. Plus 310. I don't know. Ajax is playing a lot of ball. This is something that I'm more tossing around in my head than I have an actual play on at the moment. Do you get a better number on the full to advance move than the the win here? It's probably virtually the same, I would imagine. Around yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. This is tough. I, you and I were on opposite sides, I believe in that first leg. I was the beneficiary yeah. of, of, I, I like backing, uh, I, I like backing Timothy Wea, who by the way, did score and almost yep. had a second. He yeah, is going to be a stuff. good player for the U S awesome. I, I, big way, a guy and uh, much needed in a kind of a weird month for the, for some of these big stars for the U S men's national team ballistics hurt again. Gio Reyna has basically lost his starting spot on the starting 11. And we don't need to talk about what Mbappe did to Serginho Dest in that champions league game. Right. I'm a Serginho Dest truther. I don't think that he was as bad as people say in that game. Okay. Go back okay. and watch the tape. It wasn't on. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I uh, don't know if I fully agree, although I will say this is what happens when, Look, these, these are USMNT kids in massive spots. He went up against one of the best players in the world. And yeah, maybe it wasn't as bad as everyone made it out to seem. To me, that was more just kind of Mbappe being Mbappe uh, more than anything. So I, I respect the death trutherism. Um, we'll go back and look at the Zabruder film to, to be sure that you're right on that. But uh, yeah, I you know still some fun US kids. Um, my last Europa League play here uh, will be going with one of the English sides who's still in this. Leicester City against Slavia Prague. It was a nil-nil first legger to bring that on the aggregate. I think Leicester is a much better team. I think they show up here. I'm not entirely sure what their goals are in Europa League versus finishing in the top four in the Prem. I think it's something to keep an eye on as far as their lineups and everything go. And this is one that I might wait for the lineup on. But I think when you're this close, when you have an opportunity to keep the run going, you're going to go all in if you're a team like Leicester. This is what you play for, for these kinds of European nights. Leicester minus a goal at minus 104. I'm also going to look to the English teams here for my last play. Arsenal minus 122, Benfica 3-1, to and the draw 3-1, to a very weird number. Arsenal lead, but only on away goals after aggregate. They're coming home here, and I don't... Again, this is what I'm running into. It's Arsenal being Arsenal, and they've been Arsenal a lot lately, and that's not a good thing. 
Arsenal, Manchester United, Leicester City, Tottenham. Which English team left in the Europa League do you do you think will make it the farthest? Man United for sure. For yeah. sure. I mean, they are they already have that advantage in the first leg. Um, yeah. I guess a pretty good they, team they're, too. So. They're also the best looking team in it. Yeah. They could potentially go out and win that. Like I like Leicester. I think it's weird because like Leicester, again, we talk about this with Leicester all the time. Their 11 is fantastic, but to go on that Europa League run and to stay in the top four race, that's where the rotation and the depth of a team like Manchester United comes in that, yeah. that Leicester simply doesn't have. And Arsenal just hasn't been playing well enough, but I think that they care about this competition more because the top four is feeling out of reach at this point and they want to get back to the Champions League. I think that they're going to put the investment in on this. Give me them at minus 122 to beat Benfica. All right. I, I, I'm not betting Arsenal in any shape or form, but I, I respect it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to get us through the entire slate that we really have a feel on. There are a couple more Europa League games, but it's the Europa League. It can be really tough to predict the European NIT tournament. So <laughs> that's what we're feeling. All four Champions League games. Obviously, we like Bayern. We're mixed on Atletico Chelsea. No decision in City. That one's, we know. Atalanta, Real Madrid, that one's going to be a tough one. We have a good, exciting midweek slate coming up. I can't wait, Taylor. Guys, tweet us your plays. What are you thinking? You can tweet me at TV at work. You can tweet Taylor at ATLT Will with one L. Don't forget to download the Book It Sports app as well. I'm TV at work on there. Taylor is just T will with one L on there. No caring for branding in the, in, in the world of Taylor Wilson here, no <laughs> consistency whatsoever. At least you don't put two L's into it. Download the book at sports app today. We post all of our plays on there. I'll be posting some of mine on Twitter as well. Follow us. Let us know what you think of the show. And of course we will be back at you this Friday in your ear holes with the Premier League slate for the weekend and talking about a couple more games in action there. But for now, best of luck on this Champions League midweek. Have a good one, everybody. Peace.